I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. This week, I've got an epic interview for you with Michael Stearns. His 1981 album, Planetary Unfolding, was a signpost work in electronic, ambient, and new age music. I talked to Michael, who takes us back to those days of Surge Synthesizers and The Beam. We'll also hear commentary on the album from Steve Roach and Kevin Brahaney Fortune. That's all coming up. Planetary Unfolding is the Echo's April CD of the month. We pick out our favorite recording every month and send them to club members. Picks this year have included The Great Northern, Holland Holmes, and Trent Moeller, and of course, Michael Stearns with Planetary Unfolding. Go to echoes.org to find out more about the Echo's CD of the Month Club. It's one of the things that keeps the music coming. And now, let's hear the sound of the universe opening wide when I talk to Michael Stearns about Planetary Unfolding. Michael Stearns creates a music that seems to head for infinity. That's why he's been picked to score IMAX films and movies like Kronos and Baraka. In 1981, Stearns released Planetary Unfolding. It was an album-length work of seminal ambient electronics that would go on to influence a generation and beyond. Now that album is being reissued by Project Records. We've picked it as the Echo's CD of the Month for April, so it's a perfect time to talk to Michael Stearns about his signature work. Electronic artist Steve Roach. Planetary unfolding, it absolutely feels like it could have been created last week or tomorrow. This is like a whole, like a download from some other dimension. Released in 1981, Michael Stearns' Planetary Unfolding created a new world of sound, most of it recorded on a new instrument, the Surge Modular Synthesizer. It's a device that fell somewhere between the Moog and Bukla instruments and something beyond. I'm talking to Michael Stearns on Zoom some 41 years after the release of Planetary Unfolding. He sits in his Santa Fe studio surrounded by a recording console, synthesizers and other instruments, and lots of screens. Now 73 years old, the shaggy brown hair and beard he sported in the 20th century have been replaced by a bald scalp and clean-shaven face. Stearns had been a working musician for years, first playing psychedelic music on guitar and then moving into a more meditative sound, heard on early albums like Ancient Leaves and Morning Jewel. These dawn of the New Age recordings didn't quite prepare us for the grandeur of Planetary Unfolding. The album emerged out of live sessions for the Continuum Studio in Los Angeles. 
I moved to Los Angeles in 1975 to study a movement meditation process that a woman by the name of Emily Conrad had created called Continuum. And so I started out taking her movement meditation classes and uh, I was asked to play with a percussionist, Fred Stofflin. And Fred and I really hit it off and we started performing together for the classes and I would put together this quadraphonic sound system set up around this huge dance floor. And I started playing with Fred for these classes. And Don Preston of the Mothers of Invention was there with this giant Moog. Just blew my mind at the time, a huge Moog. Electronic artist Steve Roach didn't play there, but you witnessed many of Michael's performances. That continuum type of movement, if you were to watch it, you would be watching something happening very slowly, unfolding very, very delicately and very subtle, and it would be not really defined as dance as much as a meditative flow of energy where the dancers would interact with each other in, in very subtle, very, very trance-like kind of looking movements. The whole course would start out with more uh, guided meditations where you're sitting and meditating in a more formal way, and then you would move on to the floor with live music, and uh, with your eyes closed, you would just allow the movement to emerge from inside you so that rather than learning in dance, learning moves and then the body moves uh, to what you've learned, you allowed whatever came up inside you from inside you to move you. It was wonderful. Michael's music grew out of these sessions, especially after he began using the Surge synthesizer that he borrowed from Kevin Brahaney, who is now known as Kevin Brahaney Fortune. He's a musician in his own right, but also a technical wizard who designed components for the Surge. Kevin had uh, let me use his synthesizer, and he taught me a number of the patches that I learned on his synthesizer, the Surge. He called it the Mighty Surge. Kevin Brahaney Fortune. I started playing a continuum. I met uh, Michael Stearns there, and I taught Michael a synthesizer in the Surge, and he did part of uh, Planetary Unfolding on my synth and my patches, <laughs> I might add. That still bugs you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was, he was still, well, it's just, it never gets mentioned, but it was, uh, you know, that's how he was learning, is by, you know, looking at my patches and seeing how all of that stuff worked, and that's fine. Michael Stearns has always credited Brahaney, acknowledging him in the original 1981 credits, as well as the 2022 reissue. Kevin was really my introduction to modular synthesis and my teacher at that time. I had a mini Moog, so I knew how to program that and play that. So I would uh, work with Kevin's synthesizer performing for the classes. And for a couple of the classes, I came up with this chord progression using Kevin's analog shift register patch that really just went in viscerally into me. That chord structure is right there in the opening first movement called In the Beginning.
The abilities and sound of the Surge synthesizer set planetary unfolding apart from other electronic albums at the time. Steve Roach. There's a, a sense about it that was certainly very much in its own world. It was not related to anything coming from Europe and from those inspirations that I was, you know, particularly drawn to, especially Klaus Schulze, Time Wind. It was more atmospheric. It was more shimmering. It was had this kind of, again, the metaphor of cellular movement is really a, very much alive when you hear the shimmering aspect of the entire album. You had these modules that did really crazy things to it, frequency shifters and uh, sequencers that were inexpensive enough that we could afford them in those days, and sequencers that could track not only just horizontally, which, you know, like all the Berlin School is all about horizontal tracking, but the Serge could also track vertically. So you could be playing chords in the same pattern that a sequencer plays and have a series of different chords lined up, which is what I did for Planetary Unfolding, so that the sequencer, instead of playing a linear pattern, which we're all really familiar with, was playing a vertical pattern, which is a chord, but being played in the same way a linear sequencer would play it. So it gives you this really beautiful kind of cascading waterfall feel, which is that feel that goes throughout Planetary Unfolding. So there's an, an actual module for the gearheads out there it's called an analog shift register, okay? And the analog shift register is the sound of planetary unfolding. There's just, you can't deny that. It's, it's just shimmering sound, that, that, the sound of DNA, the sound of blood running in your veins, and it's, it's the sound that you hear in, in a certain amount of modular-based electronic music, but it's a fairly esoteric module, and it, can, and it came into form with, with the modules that Serge designed and it was unique to that instrument. The Surge was not the only sonic element on planetary unfolding. There's also a siren voice on the movement called Life in the Gravity Well. But there is no vocal credit on the album. No, it's me. You know, it's interesting because at that time that it came out, I was working with Maurice Jarre. At some point, planetary unfolding came out and I gave him a record or a cassette or whatever. And uh, he came back the next day and he said, who is that voice? Who, that's incredible. Who is that voice? Same thing. I got the same reaction that you just did. It's like, it's me. It really is. It's me. <laughs> and then there is the beam. Um, I also have a, a beam, which is an instrument which was designed by a fellow by the name of John Lazell, who lives up in Santa Barbara, and I built this one myself. It's 12 feet long, and it has 24 piano strings on it. And uh, it's a sound which you probably recognize has been used in a number of the Star Trek series. It's a very deep, resonant sound. It growls. 
early recordings of Michael Stern's often used nature sounds in a new age sort of way, they turned up in a more musically integrated form on planetary unfolding. One instance is the Mockingbird he recorded in Los Angeles. That Mockingbird was recorded on my friend Paul A. Bell's garage roof. And on that particular piece, as the Earth kissed the moon, that the synthesizer chords are playing a melody in the way that you would normally think of a melody being played by a solo instrument. And the Mockingbird is kind of, it's not responding, but there's something going on there between that particular Mockingbird and the music that I created for that section. Perfectly conceived as the album appears, the concept of planetary unfolding was not there in the beginning. I was dreaming about all kinds of things at that point. I had been studying lucid dreaming for five or six years and I had gotten really good at it. And, uh, you know, I would go out to the desert all by myself to escape Los Angeles. And I would go up to Red Rock Canyon or I'd go up to Mount Binos but I was spending a lot of time by myself just in natural environments. I mean, I don't know what to call it. They were very powerful environments. I mean, you would get a sense that there were spirits out there or just different kinds of energies. And I think the title must have emerged out of that context because I was doing a lot of that at the time. It results in a recording of perfectly composed music pitched in a way that transforms how you hear sound, redefining your concepts of beauty and taking you to a place of awestruck wonder. Michael Stearns has gone on to produce many other recordings, including epic works like Encounter and his 2021 collaboration with Steve Roach, Beyond Earth and Sky. There's also his film scores, including Kronos, Baraka, and Samsara. But for musicians like Steve Roach, planetary unfolding remains a unique and timeless expression. It brought together this whole other element to it, which was really f grounded in, again, that work that Michael pioneered doing that music with, with human beings moving, where the music is responding to this incredible kind of ceremonial-like process that was happening. It wasn't born from geeking out on a bunch of gear. It was really coming from a really direct, powerful human interaction. And then because of the nature of that unique art form, that they were pioneering at that time, then the music had to reflect that.
even though Michael's instrumental arsenal and sonic palette are more vast than they were in 1981, he says he wouldn't change a thing. No, absolutely not. There's not a single thing I would change about musically about the album at all, period. I wish I had the elements so that I could mix it in surround. Because <laughs> I think it would be a dynamite thing to mix in surround. Planetary Unfolding has been effectively out of print, although it was available in digital formats. This new reissue from the project label finds the album remastered and in physical form for the first time in nearly four decades. It remains an epic journey. Planetary Unfolding was the Echo CD of the month for April. I'll have a link to my review of the album in the posting for this podcast. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next time, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want. <laughs>